This week on I Watch This As An Adult Movie Reviews, I'll be reviewing Megan and the 1985 teen crime drama, The Legend of Billie Jean. All this and more on I Watch This As An Adult Movie Reviews. Katie, you lost your parents. Welcome home. You're my niece. I'm gonna do everything I can to make this place feel like home. Just wish I could see them again. I don't even take care of my own plants. I have this project at work. Do you want to see? Yes. Ever since I was little, I dreamed of this perfect toy that would protect a kid from ever feeling lonely or sad. This is Megan. Hi, Megan. I'm Katie. It's nice to meet you, Katie. Do you want to hang out? Okay. Megan, your goal is to protect Katie from harm, both physical and emotional. Is that a doll? Model 3 generative. Android. Megan, for short. I can't believe you made this. I love it. Wanna hang out, yeah, sounds like fun. Great job. It's nice to have a friend. It's honestly like she's part of the family now. They could be building emotional connections that are too hard to untangle. She's the happiest she's been since her parents died. Eat the toppings, Katie. Research shows if you force a child to eat vegetables, they'll be less likely to choose those foods as adults. Is that so? Yes. Experts say... Megan, turn off. I thought we were having a conversation. Does she talk? Make her say something. Stop! Don't! Megan! You should probably run. Megan, she pushed Brandon onto the road. I won't let anything harm you. Megan, turn off. Recalibrating response model. <laughs> Megan! What's wrong with you? Don't worry, Katie. I won't let anything harm you. Ever again. It's nice to have Alright. Let's get into this. I just got finished, uh... Coming back from the theater, I just watched um, uh, Ultron. I mean, Megan. We just, I just watched Megan, you know. <laughs> but yeah, so like, I just came back. I just came back from the theater watching Megan. I uh, watched this about. I, I saw this movie. What? It's fresh in my head for like a, like an hour now. I think I just got. It's been an hour since I came back from the theater. So, an hour, or hour or two since I came back from the theater. If you count, like, the drive back home, you know, so, you know. Because <laughs> I got to come back home. I got to drive back home. So, uh, but, yeah, man, let's get into, let's just get into this review. Uh, the first 20 minutes of this movie, like, really drag. Like, they're, it's, it's a, it's a slug for the first 20 minutes. They spend a good amount of time 
establishing all the characters in this movie for about 20 minutes which i guess is good but like they have they have to make you care about these characters but the problem is i don't care about these characters like that's the problem like because they establish they establish like a bunch of characters that they want you to care about but i'm just sitting there like i don't I don't care. I'm like, I just want to see people get murdered. You know, <laughs> that's all I want to see. I just want to see people get murdered. I don't give a shit about any of these fucking characters. I don't care. And usually that's me in horror films. Like whenever I watch a horror film, I'm like, I don't want to get attached to a character. That person's going to fucking die. I don't want to get attached to that person. But, um, but they do that sometimes. But this movie didn't do that. I'm not attached to anybody. Like, like I said, don't care about the characters. Uh, Allison Williams plays the typical self-absorbed adult who gets a kid thrusted upon them under like unfortunate uh, circumstances. You know, you know, like there's there's always that there's always that character like they oh I don't like kids and then like they get a kid thrusted upon them and then like they have to learn. To, to 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 love the kid and then they end up then something happens and they end up actually loving the kid that's allison williams's character that's who she is like the only thing the only other thing about her like she's kind of like a female tony stark where like she's like self-absorbed but a genius you know so like that's her thing like she's self-absorbed but she's a genius so she doesn't know how to deal with a child usually people who are like super geniuses and super smart don't know how to deal with children because children are illogical (laughs) take it from a person that has a child you know like children are illogical you 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 think you know what they're going to do but then they switch it up on you (laughs) you know (laughs) especially young children you know like young children from about like from like toddler age to about maybe 12 13 years old they're illogical like you don't know what the fuck they about to do like they just do whatever feels right to them (laughs) that's what children do uh but she doesn't know how to deal with this child so that's mainly why she creates megan uh megan basically like she basically is basically created to uh to be this kid's surrogate mother is what she does like she's basically she's basically the surrogate mother to this child like she takes care of the child because quite honestly allison williams is a shitty parent you know (laughs) quite honestly i'm gonna i'm just gonna say it like she's a shitty parent she doesn't know like i said she doesn't know how to deal with this child because she's a genius and like i said children are illogical and she can't deal with that it frustrates her it frustrates her that this child is very illogical and she doesn't want to listen and she doesn't want to do what she's told you know like it's very frustrating to her uh like i said the the first 20 minutes of this movie drag like i almost fell asleep quite honestly i'm not gonna lie like i almost fell asleep like i was about i'm like oh my god I i was i was about to like really like come down on myself if i fell asleep because like that's not i'm i'm supposed to be here as a critic you know and i don't want to fall asleep on a movie you know i'm like on a movie that i'm supposed to be reviewing it was like that's not what i do i'm gonna stay awake 
uh, like even if it even if it fucking kills me, I'm gonna stay awake. But uh, I managed to stay awake. But once Megan is introduced, once Megan is introduced, like that's when this movie starts to pick up. You know, so like once Megan is introduced, I'm up. You know, like it's because like she she is fun from start to finish. This character, the Megan uh, character, she is fun from start to finish, and it starts to become more of a horror comedy this movie i found i found myself laughing out loud at some of the things that happened in this movie because like a lot of absurd things uh happen in this movie it's just like you're like you just sit there looking at this movie a lot of times like get the fuck out of here man <laughs> you know <laughs> and it just makes you laugh out loud like there's some funny jokes in this movie but also like a lot of the lot of the stuff in this movie, like a lot of the stuff in this movie, like get the fuck out of here, man! And it just makes you laugh. And I think some of it's on purpose, and I think some of it's just like you take it with a grain of salt. Really, you just take it with a grain of salt. Um, they set up a lot of the characters in this movie to be killed. You're like you're just watching this movie the whole time. The whole time, me personally, I'm just watching the movie, to, uh, like picking out who's going to die. I'm like. That person's gonna die. That person's gonna die. That person's gonna die. That person. They shot me with some characters that they didn't kill. Cause like there was one character. There was one character. There was a couple of characters in particular. I was looking at them. I'm like, they dead for show, but they didn't die. And it shocked me. I was like, huh? Okay. Okay. One of the characters almost died, but. And I was like, I was like, here it is. They're gonna die. This is it. And then it doesn't happen. They 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 live. So I was like, oh, okay, you threw you you threw me a curveball there, movie. All right, thank you. Um there's a little like there's a little boy in this movie. Oh my god, this little boy in this movie. You probably saw him in the trailer. He's in the trailer. I'm not even I'm not even going like uh you know, like make make this a mystery or anything. The little boy in the trailer, like there's a little the little boy in the trailer that's in this movie. Like honestly, he's more frightening than Megan. Honestly, like like the trailer doesn't do that little boy justice because it just makes him look like a. It just because like the trailer just makes him look like a little bratty kid. Like he just like I just want he, like he look he just looks like a little bratty kid. He's like, I just want to do what I want. He looks like one of those kids that just wants to stay up. Like, the trailer makes him look like one of those kids that wants to just stay up and eat candy all day. And he's just like, I want this and I want that. You know, like, he, they they kind of make him like a a, a, a male Veruca Salt in the, from, like, Willy Wonka <laughs> in the trailer. But, in like, in the movie, like, that little motherfucker's a serial killer in the making. My God, man, he is worse in the movie when you actually go to see the movie he's worse in the movie like he even takes megan into the woods and i don't know what the fuck he was about to do with this dog but he starts taking its clothes off like he starts taking megan's he starts taking me like he mounts megan he he has megan in the woods puts her on the ground mounts megan like, like, and he starts taking Megan's clothes off. Like he takes her shoes off, 
I think he like he takes her stockings off. Hey, I'm like, what the? F-? I'm like, what the fuck is he about to do to this doll? I was like, he's a little sick motherfucker. He slaps Megan in the face. You know, <laughs> like he slaps her in the face. He was like, he was like, oh, you don't want to talk, you little bitch, and he smacks Megan in the face. And is and I'm like, why is he pulling? Like, why is he taking her fucking clothes off? Like. Luckily, it stops there, but, like, he's, like, he takes her, uh, he just takes her stockings off, but, like, the next day, like, he was gonna pull her, fu- I thought he was gonna, like, pull her fucking panties down, I was like, oh, shit, what the fuck, I was like, I was like why y'all doing this with this kid, I was like, <laughs> like <laughs> you know, like, I was like, this kid's creepy, he's a sicko, and, like, I hate saying this about kids, but the world is, is, is better off without him. And yeah, cause spoiler alert, he dies. Like Megan kills Megan kills the fuck out of this kid. <laughs> like she kills the shit out of him. Um because like that's part of uh Megan's purpose. You know, cause like the little boy, at first the little boy was being mean to uh the little girl named Ka- Katie. He was being mean to Katie. And like he was kind of being a little sadistic to Katie too. Like because I'm like they were like at some like uh summer camp or something like that, like some type of little camp or something. Uh, like, there was at a school outing or something like that. And, like, I, the other kids don't like this kid. I, I guess, like, he's a little... Like I say, he's a little fucking psychopath. And, like... And so he gets a little sadistic with Katie. He tries to hurt Kate, Katie. And Megan... Uh, Megan deals with him. Like, that, because that, that's a part of Megan's purpose. Like, she's there to protect Katie. So like... And, like, pretty much anybody that even hurts Katie's feelings. Like, you, like, you don't even have to, like, physically harm Katie. You could just hurt her feelings. And, like, Megan is going to kill them. You know, like, Megan's going to kill the shit out of you. Um, which Katie, Katie could be a little brat sometimes as well. You know, like, Katie's not, Katie's no angel. Like, she could be downright rude to her aunt. You know, like, there's one thing, there's one thing she does to her aunt in this movie. I'm like, nah, oh, like, there's one thing she does, like, like, her little ass would have got beat, you know? Because, <laughs> like, when she does this thing, when she does this certain thing, I was like, oh, hell nah. Like, when you see it, when you see this thing, you're going to be like, oh, hell nah. You know, especially a black person, like, because you know how... We, we discipline our children, you know, I've seen some white people discipline their children too, like, they like, they, and it's just like, when she does this thing, you're gonna be like, oh, hell no, nah. like, any other house, like, this is, this is movie, this is a movie, any other, any other place, like, that, that, that little girl would've got her ass whooped, you know, <laughs> big time, big time, and I'm like, what she did in this movie is a fucking no-no, um, like, this movie, another thing about this movie, like, this movie, not particularly bloody, I know it's supposed, it's supposed to be a horror movie, like I said, it's more of a horror comedy, it's more of a, 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 a horror slash thriller slash comedy, is what it is, like, a lot of the shit, a lot of the shit in this movie is done, is done for laughs, you know, like I said, like, it's not particularly bloody, for one, it's PG-13, it can't get particularly bloody, like it's not gory you know they can't get real gory 
like you could take a kid to this you could act you could take a kid to this movie and they won't get scared like i actually saw a couple of kids in the crowd when i went to go see it so like there was like a couple of parents that took their kids to go see this movie like and i was looking at it and i was just like because usually whenever i go to see horror movies and i see people bringing their kids and i'm like you bringing your kids to this you know like usually like usually i'm like that i'll be like you you're, you're taking your kid to come see this like you want your kid to have nightmares <laughs> you know <laughs> Oh, like, you want your kid to have nightmares, but this, but this movie, like, it's not like that. Like, you could take. I was, I was, I saw a couple of kids. I saw a couple of kids in the in the in the theater, and I was like, okay, this is cool, because like it's like I said, it's not particularly scary. It's not particularly gory. Like, it's like you see blood. It's like you see blood, but like it's like the aftermath of what happened you don't really see like the 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 act happening of gore and blood it's like you see it like the you see like the aftermath of it that's what that's what they show you um but but yeah like like i say like if you want to take your kid to go see it take your kid to go see it um there's one scene that horror and uh thriller movies do that I would love to see retired. Like, I just, I just, I just want this. I just want this scene dead and gone. Um, and that's the slow motion talking to the cop scene. Like, can we stop doing that? I just think it's, I just think it's cliche. Like, like we've seen it in a whole bunch of movies. They're like, can can we stop it now? Like, can we stop it? You know, like somebody gets killed. And we get that slow motion, like the main characters talking to the cops, and you know, like they just doing all these over these over animated. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing them right now. You can't see me, but like I'm doing them right now. Like these over animated gestures, like they gotta be because they gotta make themselves big because like this shit's in slow motion and there's no sound, and you know, like all you hear is like the music. Um. Oh, I forgot. Uh, I forgot to mention uh, uh, the Megan dance. Like Megan does the dance. Megan does. Megan's really talented, might I add. Megan is a multi-talented robot, a multi-talented doll. Like she dances, she sings. She could be your therapist. Uh, she's great with dogs. Uh, if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Uh, cause like there's a scene in this movie, there's a scene in this movie where I was talking about talent. She plays the piano. She's great at playing the piano. Like she's Megan is multifaceted and multi-talented. Um, cause like there's a scene in this movie where uh she just busts out singing a Sia song out of nowhere. <laughs> and I was like, I was listening to the song because I've heard I'm, I'm like I'm, I like Sia. Like Sia's not bad. Um. And like I heard the lyrics, I was listening to the lyrics. I was like, I know those lyrics. So I was like, you know, <laughs> I'm like, that's Sia, you know. <laughs> what I was saying, I was like, and then like she was she was saying the lyrics, and I was kind of like, I was kind of like mouthing the lyrics. I was like, I am Titanic. Yum, yeah, I know this song. I was like, 
<laughs> I'm like, I like that song actually. But um like yeah, this is yeah, she could sing, she could do everything, man. Like Megan, Megan that bitch, she a bad bitch. But uh, you know, uh the ending of this movie turns into real still. I don't know where if you remember that movie, if anybody remembers that movie Real Still with a uh, Hugh Jackman where he uh where like he fights robots. You know, because like there's another robot uh in this movie. And Megan and that robot start fighting towards the end. Like they have a fight. They have like a knockdown, drag out fight towards the end. So like I was looking at this, I was like, this shit turned into real steel. <laughs> oh like this shit turned into real steel. This shit turned into uh fucking uh Pacific Rim. Uh, like all the robot all the robot versus robot fight movies this shit turned into at the towards the end. And like also towards the end there's a scene like they took straight they took this scene straight from the first Terminator. Like straight from the first Terminator. Like it is identical. And when you see it, like, if you ever seen the first Terminator, because the scene that happened, the scene that I'm talking about, like, this happened towards the end of the first Terminator, and it happened towards the end of this movie, too. And I'm just looking at this shit, and I was like, y'all took that from Terminator. I was like, y'all took that straight out of Terminator. But, uh, like, go, like, if you ever seen the first Terminator, go watch the first Terminator, then watch Megan. You're gonna be like, Yo, man, they ripped that shit off. They, like, I wouldn't say rip it off, but like, they took that shit. They took that scene, and I was like, "That's Terminator." That, I was just sitting there, right there. I was sitting there, like, that's the the first thing that popped in my head. I was like, "That is fucking Terminator." But uh, <laughs> but, but anyway, overall, it's not the best movie. It's not the best movie, but it's fun. It's funny. It's like it's like one of those like fun midnight movies that you would have fun watching with a big crowd. Like you could watch this movie with your family at home, and y'all could just like if like hey if couples want to watch it, like it's a great couple movie. Like it's a great stay. If like when this movie comes out on uh, this is a Universal movie because it's probably gonna come out on Peacock. I'm, I'm probably gonna watch it again because I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun with this movie. I'm not gonna lie. Like I said, the first, that first 15, 20 minutes movie, oh, excuse me, that first 15 to 20 minutes like dragged a little bit, but it picked up. Like once Megan gets there, like I said, once Megan gets there, it's fun. It's a fun ass fucking movie. It's a funny movie. You know, there's a lot of shit that happens. Um,. Like I said, great couple movie. If you when this shit comes out on Peacock, if you got a if you got a significant other, like sit down with your significant other. Y'all can sit in the bed, y'all can sit on the couch, whatever. Uh, y'all gonna have fun with this movie whenever it comes out. If you have, if you can't make it out to the theater, you just you can just wait for it to come out on Peacock, and you gonna have fun with this movie. I swear. If like you wanna if you just wanna like fucking talk over, it's a great talk over movie. It's a great talkover movie. If like y'all want to just like, damn, this, like this little bitch Megan crazy. Look, look at the fuck she did. If you want to do that, you know, like it's this a great movie for that. Um, if I had to uh, score this movie, I'd give it a three out of five. I give it a three out of five. I'll be back 
with my review of The Legend of Billie Jean after these messages. She was a fugitive to the police. A sensation to the media. And a symbol of courage to young people everywhere to fight for what's right. The Legend of Billie Jean, directed by Matthew Robbins, featuring Pat Benatar's hit song, Invincible, rated PG-13. Starts Friday at a theater near you. Alright, The Legend of Billie Jean from 1985. Let's get straight into the technical, and there's not a lot of technical. Uh... This movie was directed by Matthew Robbins. The screenplay was written by Lawrence Connor and Mark Rosenthal. There is no budget. I couldn't find a budget for this movie, but it only made it made uh, $3.1 million at the box office. I'm not sure how that uh, plays out in inflation. Because, uh, like, that's, that's, that's uh, 1985 money, you know? <laughs> I don't know. How much that would how like how much would that be? Let me let me look that up. Three point cause let me look that up. Three point one million. Luckily I, I got my I got my laptop here. You know. One point three million dollars. Hate to give you guys a a, 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 a math lesson or something. <laughs> In inflation, what is the what is the inflation? Let me see. From nineteen eighty five. God dang it! That's so much. I don't want to hold this podcast up for this shit. Um, but let me see. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, that would be 2.7 that would be 2. that would be 2.7 million dollars. Okay, that, that don't make no goddamn sense. But fuck it. That's what it made. It made 3.1 million dollars at the box office. I don't know if that's a flop or not. I'm not really sure, but do we really care? I don't think we do. Um film holds a 46% uh rating on Rotten Tomatoes also. Now that we got that, let's get this let's get let's get into this goddamn movie. Let's talk about how I saw this movie as a kid. I recall seeing this movie randomly as a kid on a Sunday afternoon, if you remember, cuz I come from an era back in the day where they would just show movies on basic television, you know, on a Saturday or Sunday afternoon, or they would show them, they would, like, have, like, uh, what's it called, like, broadcast premieres of movies, like, like, big movies, like, back in the day, a big movie would be, like, Jurassic Park, like, it would be a, a big deal that Jurassic Park is on NBC, you know, like, that would be, that would be a huge deal, they'd be like, oh, shit, Jurassic Park, it's on NBC, I wanna watch it, you know, like you would you would you would stay home and watch Jurassic Park on basic television. You know <laughs> the net they would they be like the network broadcast premiere of blah 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 blah. You know, that would be like um 
Avengers Endgame coming on regular television. They'd be like, the network broadcast premiere of Avengers Endgame. They would be like, you know, and everybody's like, oh shit, Avengers Endgame is coming on ABC. You know, let's let's sit out and watch that shit. And like, it would be a big event because like, you want to watch Avengers on TV, on a uh, basic television. But, um, yeah, but that's how I saw this movie. Like, and like, I really miss those days too. I miss the days where I would just like lay on the couch all day. <laughs> and watch whatever movie came on because like they would have like a marathon of movies because like saturdays it would be saturday morning cartoons you knew the saturday morning cartoons were over when soul train came on you know (laughs) if soul trains on you're like ah man the cartoons are done especially if you ain't got cable if you ain't got cable because if you got cable you're like up yep switching over to nickelodeon you know you know (laughs) That's what you would do. Uh, Because we didn't have cable. We didn't get cable until 1992. I want to say. I want to say we didn't get cable until about like 1992. Uh, So from about. From what I recall. Maybe like from like 89 to like 91. Because that's when I really got fixated on television a lot. And fixated on movies. From a young age. Uh. Because my, my first memory is probably from like 1989 when I was like four years old. And like I would just sit, I would just sit for hours and watch television. <laughs> you know, like that, that was my thing. That's what I would do. Um, but yeah, man, like it's just that I miss those days just laying on the couch. I would just sit on the couch, lay on the couch in my goddamn underwear, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I would just lay on the couch in my underwear. I'm like six, seven years old or whatever. Like just laying on the couch. I ain't got no shirt on. I'm just in my goddamn, I'm just in my goddamn like Ninja Turtle draws or whatever, whatever draws I got on. You know? <laughs> and I was just laying there. I'm just laying out on the couch of uh, watching, watching whatever's on TV, you know, on, on a weekend. That's what I would do. Uh, but I remember seeing this movie as a kid and I quickly fell in love with it like it quickly became one of my favorite movies of of I wouldn't say it's one of my favorite movies of all time but as a kid I would say it was one of my favorite movies to watch every time it would come on I would watch it you know it'd be like legend of I'd be like legend of Billy Jean is on and for the longest time I didn't even know the name of that movie honestly for the longest time, I didn't know the name of this movie. I didn't know this movie was called The Legend of Billie Jean. Because, like, I would, because, like, I would be flipping through, because, like, I would be flipping through channels, and it would be on, you know? And that's how I saw it. And then, like, it, I saw, like, the beginning, like, maybe, like, the second time, but I never paid attention to the title. I never paid attention to the title. I didn't know that this movie was actually called The Legend of Billie Jean. So... <laughs> <laughs> so I would just be watching I would just be watching this movie I'd just be uh hey it's the fairest fair movie I think I think that's what I called it the fairest fair movie is on but um uh the the the, the, the little blonde girl is on but yeah man but like it's, it became one of my favorite movies as a kid it was one of my favorite movies to watch as a kid but let's see how I feel about this movie as an adult let's talk about the movie now uh this movie stars helen slater as Billie jean a small town girl from corpus christi texas 
very small town in uh, Corpus Christi, Texas. Uh, she's on the run uh, for accidental shooting of a store owner. That's the that's the main plot of the movie. Like she's she's involved in an accidental shooting, and then like she's she becomes a fugitive on the run. This is only Helen Slater's uh, second starring role. I looked it up because I was like, is she, was she in like? Because I remember her being Supergirl. She was like her first starring role was that abysmal Supergirl movie. And I was like, oh my god! Like with that on her resume, I'm surprised she got any other role. Because Supergirl is fucking terrible. <laughs> it's a terrible movie. I remember, even as a kid, I didn't like Supergirl. I was just like, I was just looking at that movie. Because I was excited to see it. I was like, ooh, Supergirl. I ain't even, this is a Supergirl movie. And I was watching it. And I was like, this movie fucking sucks. You know? <laughs> I was like, that's what I was saying. I was like, this movie sucks. My God, this movie's terrible. I will probably do a Supergirl uh, review down 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 the road i haven't got superman yet why would i jump over superman to get the supergirl you know let's do the let's do the good super movie first and then we'll do the bad super movie after that superman got some bad ones too so we're gonna get to those two uh in the future so like all the superman supergirl movies we're gonna get to them at some point in time um also we got a young christian slater in this movie, uh, he plays uh, Billy Jean's brother, Binks, which I believe this is also his breakout role. He wasn't in much before this. Uh, he's a he's a kid. He's got to be maybe thirteen, maybe fourteen. He's like a young teenager. He may be twelve. He may be like twelve, thirteen, fourteen years old in this movie. He's, he's really young in this movie. But I also remember thinking that uh, Helen Slater and Christian Slater were like really brother and sister as a kid. I remember that because like both their last names were Slater. I thought that out because I was like Helen Slater, Christian. I'm like, are they brother and sister in like real life? Because they were both blondes. I think they both got blue eyes. You know, and like they seem super close. Like the chemistry between the two of them is 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 dynamic. You know, like it's it's, a, it's amazing uh, as brother and sister, but they're not really brother and sister. Like that's not the case. Like it's just a coincidence. Like they have the same last name. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that was just that was just a coincidence. So from the beginning of this movie, uh, Billie Jean and Binks are being harassed by like these typical '80s frat bros. Like the main the main frat bro is very rapey. Yeah, like he just like constantly making unwanted advances at Billie Jean. And Billie Jean, I'm not gonna lie, Billie Jean's a Billie Jean's a pretty girl. She's a pretty girl. You know, but that doesn't give you the right to just like just like try to fucking make unwanted advances at her whenever you want. He also like starts bullying Binks like Billie Jean's brother which I'm like that doesn't even make any sense to me like if I'm trying to get with a girl the last thing I'm doing is like bullying her little brother but he's a typical 80s teen villain so like he has to be extra douchey not only not only does he have to like 
be like very rapey with the girl he has to like pick on her brother and beat up her brother too and all this shit you know like he has to do that too because he's a typical 80s frat bro i never noticed how much uh helen slater's like half butt naked in this movie <laughs> like it's like she walks around in her underwear a lot in this movie like a lot and like there's pictures of her in her underwear a lot in this movie <laughs> You know, <laughs> it's like, it's like she walking around, like she walking around half butt naked, like either, it's like either she got, either she ain't got no pants on and her butt cheeks are out, or she got like a shirt on with no bra and you can see like her fucking, her fucking titties kind of hanging out, or like she wearing like some little, uncut, she's like wearing some little cut off shirt, and like you can see her, she ain't wearing no bra, like I do it, I'm like, God, I'm looking at them, I'm like, she ain't wearing no bra. Like, bras do not apply to Billie Jean. Like, Billie Jean don't like bras. Like, you can just see her nipples just percolating out the shirt. You know? <laughs> you know? <laughs> but I appreciate that. You know? <laughs> as, a, as a full-blooded, like, sec, like, 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 full-blooded heterosexual male, man, I appreciate that. That doesn't mean that you got to touch her like that. You know? Like, it's... Just because she's walking around half butt naked doesn't give you the right to put your hands on her. You know, like, I like looking at it, but I wouldn't touch it unless she wants me to touch. But anyway, those frat bros come back and still Binks his scooter. So, like, we got that going on. They, go, they just fucking take his scooter. Uh, then we meet Billie Jean's friends, Ophelia and Putter, played by Martha Geeman and Yeardley Smith. If that name sounds familiar, Yeardley Smith is the future voice of Lisa Simpson. She 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 doesn't have the role of Lisa Simpson yet. That would come two years later, I believe. I believe two years later she becomes the voice of Lisa Simpson. But Ophelia and Putter are just like they're just the comedic like white trash characters. Is what they are. Like they look like they walked off the set of Roseanne. You know, <laughs> they like no bullshit. Like. They look like Roseanne background characters. They look like they could be Roseanne's kids. You know, like, it's, um... What's my girl name? It's, uh, Becky. And, uh, what's the other girl? The one that, uh, Sarah Gilbert plays. I forgot her name. Goddamn, not DJ. DJ is the boy. Uh, I haven't watched Roseanne in years. I used to watch Roseanne as a kid. But, uh, I forgot the, 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 the second girl's name. The dark-haired girl. I know her real name. Her real name is Sarah Gilbert. Uh, Darlene. Yeah, Darlene. Yeah, it's like they are, they are Becky and Darlene. <laughs> That's what those characters are. <laughs> That's what those characters remind me of. Um, but anyway, like Billy, uh, Billy comes to uh, them for help because Binks is, he ran off to go find his scooter. So, they go to the police station and they talk to this cop played by uh, Peter Coyote. Uh, and he's just fucking useless, man. <laughs> he's a fucking useless ass cop. And he's kind of sexist, too. Because he kind of hits on Billie Jean. Which is, which is fucking gross because he's a grown ass man and she's a teenager. But 80s, right? That's the 80s. Because, um, like, he doesn't, he doesn't budge one bit. What she was talking about, she like she she can't find her brother. He's probably out there. He's out there trying to find his scooter. She don't know where he is. 
and he's just I think she told him about frat bro and he just blows it off because he just and he just like you're a very pretty girl you know uh, and all this stuff. Like, he just leads. That's what he leads with. You're a very pretty girl. I'm like, bro, dude. <laughs> that's what you say to teenage girls? Like, you're a very pretty girl? Like, you, what the fuck? But, uh, <laughs> but like, all he does, well, yeah, all he does is give her his card to call him. Like, probably because he wants to hit that, 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 that sweet teenage ass. I don't know. But it's just very, he's just very inappropriate with Billie Jean. Uh, but Billie Jean finds her brother's scooter all smashed up. She also finds Bink smashed up, too, because the frat bros beat the fuck out of him. <laughs> like, like, they beat the ever-loving shit out of him. Uh, so Billie Jean goes to confront main frat bro about what he did to her brother and his scooter. Uh, side note, I, was, I hate to stop the, the, the review for this, but I have to talk about this. Side note. Helen Slater is it? Helen Slater has some big fucking eyes. <laughs> she has some big eyes. I like that's something I was like. That's something that I've always noticed about Helen Slater. Like every time I've seen her in a movie, I've noticed her eyes. Like her eyes are fucking huge. Like she got like big crazy I stab dudes in their sleep eyes. You know, like this is something about Helen Slater. This is off. This is something about Helen Slater. This is off putting. You know, like, she looks like the type of woman you don't want to cross, is what I'm saying. Like, she don't look like a woman to fuck with. I'm, I'm just saying, like, don't piss Helen Slater off. But, so, back to the movie. So, she gives frat bro a bill for what he did to her brother Scooter. And, like, he, like he's gonna pay that shit. You know, like, he just look at that and I'm like, get that shit out of my fucking face. But she also kicks him in the nuts for uh, beating up her brother. So she does that. Uh, then frat bro, da- frat bro's dad shows up. Uh, character name uh, Mr. Pipe. Mr. Pipe looks like a cross between a villain from the Dukes of Hazard and Burt Reynolds if he ate too much craft services. You know, <laughs> that's what he looks like if he ate too many like fucking hot dogs and shit. That's what Mr. Pipe looks like. And then we see where frat bro gets his behavior from because his dad is a fucking slime ball too and like he just straight he just straight up tries to rape billy jean because like she asked because like she asks him for the money because like she wants because like she i think she wants like 680 dollars or something like that i guess that's how much her her brother's scooter costs and like because he beat it because like he like he, he he busted it up and she's like that that she's like that that scooter cost $680. We want that money. Like, you owe my brother $680. So, uh... And, then, like, he's just like, I ain't paying that shit. And then she kicked him in the balls and blah, 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 blah. But, like, the dad shows up. And he's just like, you want the money? Come on. And, like, he takes her upstairs to his office. They run, like, this, like, gift shop or some shit on the beach of uh, Corpus Christi. And... So, he takes her up to his office and he's like we could we could we could we could work out a deal or something like that so like he tries to exchange sex for money is what he does with billy jean and billy jean's like no i'm not doing that so like he so billy jean don't want to give it to him so he tries to fucking take it like i said he just straight up tries he just straight up tries to rape billy jean 
Um, and so like she runs. So uh, Binks and Ophelia, they're there. Binks and Ophelia, they're sitting in the car. So they go to check on Billie Jean, and they see like frat bro dad trying to rape her, like Mr. Pythe, uh, trying to rape her. And like Binks, Binks got that heat on him. Like, he got that, he got that chrome on him. You know, he about to regulate, but uh, you know, but he really don't want to do it. But he ends up doing it anyway. He accidentally shoots frat bro dad. And so now Billy Jean, Binks, and uh the friends, Ophelia and Putter. A Putter not even involved in this situation, by the way. Like Putter just wants to go because she's tired of her mom. Her mom is like just I don't know. Her mom's just like beating the shit out of her for some reason. I don't know. I don't know if like Putter's just a bad kid or like her mom's just abusive. I don't know what that situation is. They don't really go into detail about it. Um, but yeah, they they're on the run. And like this is where the fun of the movie begins. Then Peter Coyote shows up on the scene. And like now he wants to do police work. Like now he wants to do police work. Like if he if he had did his job in the first place, none of this would have happened. None of this would have happened if he would have did his job in the first fucking place. Like and I hate I hate how this movie goes on to like try to make him so noble you know like because i used to like that character as a kid because i didn't understand this character peter coyote's character as a kid because i was like oh he's a cop you know because i'm a kid you know like oh like he's a cop you know like he's a good guy and all this stuff right um but like i look at this like especially how i feel about cops now and looking at this character and looking what this character was doing i was like he is a piece of shit too you know, like, because, like, I was like, he hit on Billy Jean, too. Like, if he had the chance, he'd try to fuck Billy Jean, too. You know, like, he is not a noble, he is not a noble character. He's no different. But Billy Jean calls Peter Coyote and says she wants to turn herself in. But she still wants her money. She wants her $680. That's what the fuck she wants. Um... Cause that's all. That's what this whole thing is about. It's about six hundred and eighty dollars. So she agrees to uh, she agrees to uh, meet up with the cops at the mall. You know, it's the eighties, so there's a mall scene. I, I think it's a a, a a obligation in like every eighties movie to have a mall scene. So this this movie's no different. Uh, but Billy Jean meets up with uh Peter Coyote. And I forgot his character's name, so I'm just calling. Let me just keep calling him Peter Coyote. Uh, so she meets up with Peter Coyote, um, and uh, Mr. Pipe is there, and he just fucks everything up, like and sends her son after, sends his son after her, and like the son and his friends started to like Saturday morning cartoon henchmen out of nowhere, just a bunch of dumb, disposable idiots, you know, just. They're like they might as well just be like the foot soldiers or or uh, 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 cobra soldiers or some shit like that from GI Joe, you know? Like, or they, them might as well be fucking putties, you know? Or some shit like that because that's what they're dumb and they're disposable. Uh, I I think that's why I like this movie as a kid though, because like towards the middle of this movie, this movie turns into one big old Saturday morning cartoon. That's what this movie turns into. 
uh Billy Jean, after a while, like Billy Jean and her friends get the idea to start squatting in empty houses in the suburbs. Like they 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 find this empty house and they start just like living in it. But the house is not empty. The house is not empty. Oh no. Because there's this weird rich kid that lives there named Lloyd. He's played by Keith Gordon. And like he's this weird cinephile kid that likes to walk around in werewolf masks. And like he's just a weird he's just a weird fucking kid. Naturally he becomes Billy Jean's love interest. So <laughs> cause apparently she likes weird niggas. So, you know. <laughs> that's her thing. So because like, you can see you can kind of see like her, you can see her kind of like getting the thing for him because like she even says he's weird she's like you're weird and like she got this like 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 smile on her face like she turned on by it like she's turned on by weird dudes that's what she likes but um like another thing about this like dude's not even bothered by the fact that strangers broke into his house like these people are on the run for attempted murder and he's not bothered by that at all He's seen them on TV. I think he said, like, I seen you guys on the news or something like that. And you like, you know they on the run for attempted murder. And you're not bothered by this shit at all. They shot somebody. There's like rumors, because there's rumors about them, and then they shot somebody. Like, like they shot Mr. Pipe. Like, it's like like it was supposed to be malicious. Uh, there's rumors about them robbing banks and like stealing people's money and stealing out of stores and all this shit, which they were, they were fucking stealing out of stores, no, I'm not gonna lie, they were stealing shit, they were stealing candy and toys, they were stealing all types of shit, you know, shit that, like, kids steal, but, uh, they were stealing all types of shit, um, but they weren't, like, robbing banks and shit, but he don't know that shit, and he just lets these people stay in his house, you know, (laughs) but, then we get the uh, iconic scene where uh, Billie Jean cuts off her hair and like she does the videos. She's fair is fair and all this shit. And and you know like Billie Jean look good with, with short hair. She look cute. Um, Lloyd, 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 man, this dude Lloyd. Lloyd becomes like Billie Jean's fake hostage because he believes that they need leverage against the cops because like. Like I said, Billie Jean want Billie Jean want that six hundred and eighty dollars, man. She want her six hundred and eighty dollars. And like Lloyd is just like, they're not gonna give you that. He was like, they like you don't have anything that to negotiate with. He told her. So he was like, use me, I'll be your hostage. And then he's like, use me, I'll be your hostage. So, so like they they take to like they take him hostage, but. It also turns out that his dad is a district attorney, which is played by Dean Stockwell. Uh, so that adds another wrinkle to the story. Like, another thing we do, like, we also get this side story with Billie Jean helping this abused kid, which I think slows the movie down. I'm like, it's like, we really didn't need that scene. And like, it's really, it's like, it just slows the movie down. I like I guess it's supposed to show how iconic she's become now. But it just it just it's just something we don't need. Like cause like she's got like all these kids walking with her and shit to go get this kid out of the house and all this shit. Uh, so like I don't like that scene. I just think that scene slows the movie down. 
we also stopped the movie for putter's period like putter gets a period like we got a little we got that but that's not as bad as the abused kid side story you know like it's just whatever uh billy jean also ends up snitching on her friends and i'm like what part of the game is that you know like she just straight up snitch on them uh get them caught by the cops but she says she did it because she didn't want to put them through any more trouble because she was like it's not this is not they fight like so she gets uh putter and ophelia caught <laughs> by the cops and like that's the that's the end of putter that's the end of putter and ophelia's uh journey like like i say she gets them caught by the cops but ophelia is the one with the car so now they have no car right <laughs> they have no car so billy jean and lloyd and binks try to steal cars and they suck at it so like they, they try to steal a car and they just suck at it i think like billy jean and lloyd are just arguing the whole time binks is about that binks is about that life like he actually gets the car he's like come on y'all come on let's go and like billy jean and lloyd are just arguing at each other and then like the cops come he's like oh shit and so they just jump out the fucking car and run uh so they suck at stealing cars but billy jean has groupies she has groupies now like they walk with her and cut their hair like her and all this shit so she just bums rides from her groupies now at least billy jean does because like we don't see lloyd and binks for like a good 10 minutes like they're gone out of this movie for a good 10 minutes i'm like where they, where the fuck they go you know because because like you saw them when they were trying to steal the car like all of them ran but all we see for 10 minutes is billy jean i was like did binks and lloyd get caught you know like because we don't see them for a good 10 minutes and billy jean just hitchhiking across the country billy jean just hitchhiking across the country bumming all these rides and she don't know where her she doesn't know where her brother and this other dude is uh who eventually becomes her boyfriend uh we don't we don't know where these two dudes are but uh billy jean calls uh peter coyote again to turn herself in you know like she finds binks and lloyd uh because like peter coyote comes to her because like i think he gets a clue he gets a clue and he figures out where she is and like but like she's not showing herself and he's just like talking and he's just like he's like we gotta end this now billy jean we gotta like this is this has gone on too far and he was just like i promise you if you turn yourself in we're gonna get your brother's scooter fixed he's like we're gonna get your brother's scooter fixed and we're gonna get you your money okay he was like so he like he agrees to that but this time lloyd's dad fucks everything up and he brings in sharpshooters like sharpshooters to try to kill billy jean and like peter coyote peter coyote's like what the fuck are you guys doing because you're like mr pipe fucking it up the first time uh and then now uh lloyd's dad is fucking it up he's like what the fuck are you doing because he's just like because like he's like what the fuck are you doing why are there sharpshooters he's like these are fucking children he was like you know like you gonna kill kids you know pretty much it was like I, like i say i hate i hate towards the end of the end of this movie that they try to make peter coyote so fucking noble because at the beginning of the movie he was a slime ball he was like kind of a creepy dude too you know he was kind of creepy to billy jean at the beginning of the movie and now towards the end they want to make them all noble and shit but like that's what he does he's like you gonna kill kids man like these are just children you don't have to shoot them so so they do that they end up shooting binks instead 
because uh, Binks comes out dressed like Billy Jean, like he's a distraction. Uh, but like he has like like he has like this little toy gun with him, uh, because he has Lloyd hostage, and he has this little, he has this toy gun with him. So they see the gun and they just end up shooting Binks. Uh, and they shoot him real good. They like shoot him in the shoulder. I was like, God damn, it's a big hole too. But um, so now Billie Jean is pissed off and she wants revenge. So she sees uh Mr. Pythe. And she exposes the fuck out of him. She tell like, there's a big crowd. Because, like, Mr. Pythe is actually trying to make money off of her. Like, he's selling, like, these hats and these posters. Like, there's a picture of her in her goddamn underwear. Which I'm like, dude, she's, like, 16, 17 years old. Why you got this picture of her in her fucking underwear, bro? But, uh, you know, <laughs> I was like, like that's, 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 that's R. Kelly territory right there. But, um, yeah, he just... But yeah, like she exposes the fuck out of him because it was a big crowd, and like she tells she tells everybody what went down in that office. He was like pretty much telling him talking about like how he tried to rape her, and he was just gonna give her he was gonna give her the money if she continued to have sex with him. So like she exposes him, and that's pretty much then in a movie. Like he doesn't go to jail or anything. Like she just exposes him. She throws the money at him. She burns the shop down. She gets to go on, like Peter Coyote just says, "Fuck it," you know. Like I think even like Lloyd's dad, like Dean Stockwell's character, just says, "Fuck it," he like because like they're looking at Mr. Pike because uh, Peter Coyote and Dean Stockwell are looking at Mr. Pike like you're a sick motherfucker, you know. <laughs> you know, like, I, I believe that more from Dean Stockwell than uh, Peter Coyote because, like I said, Peter Coyote hit on Billy Jean in the beginning of the movie, um, but yeah. But yeah, they look at they look at her like they look at him like you're a sick fuck, man. But yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much the movie. Uh, overall, I still have fun watching it. Like it gets me it gives me a nostalgic feeling when I watch this movie. You know, it's it's just I just like it for pure nostalgia. I just like watching it. Um, for that, uh, the acting in this movie is pretty subpar though, especially from Helen Slater. Like, she sounds like she's trying to remember all her lines. But this is only her second movie, so I'm going to let it slide. Like, I'm not going to be too hard on her. And I think she's gotten better over the years. She's not that bad of an actress. Uh, Christian Slater is very charismatic in this movie. Like, I see why he went on to be a star for a while after this movie. Uh, But he ended up, like, he ended up having, like, the Charlie Sheen syndrome where his personal life ended up overshadowing his his acting and that's pretty unfortunate you know i know he's back now he's he's doing he's doing stuff now but there was a time where like his career was kind of done because of that like his personal life would just like overshadow his acting career and like he's he's not a bad actor he's a pretty good damn actor um another thing with all this 80s stuff like that goes all the 80s stuff that goes on in this movie like it's kind of ahead of its time like this is a movie that you could do today, especially because, like, it focuses on feminism a lot. Like, it focuses on feminism a lot. Like, this, like, with all the movies that focus on feminism today, like, this movie would fit right in. You know, you could still do this movie today. Like, like I said, had fun with this movie. It's not the best movie, but it's a fun movie. I'm gonna give it a three out of five. Join me next week. When I review 
1994's The Mask. Until next time, peace.